you're ready to take your leadership to the next level, you're in the right place. This is the Think on Purpose podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Fry. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Today, I want to talk about a really important topic, and that is self-care. Now, it's such a buzzword in our day-to-day lives, and there's a good reason for it. It is a 4.4 trillion dollar industry. There's a lot of people making a lot of money off of us thinking that self-care is massages and pedicures and manicures and chocolate and wine and face masks and all the things. So today I want to dig a little bit deeper into actual self-care. So we've been socialized to believe that this idea of self-care is external to us, that is, it is outside of us, that we need something in order to create self-care. And I'm not saying that that is incorrect. I love a good face mask. I love a good massage. I even like a bubble bath once in a while. The problem is that many of these things are very difficult to access, especially when we're at work. Like, think how weird that would be to just slap on a face mask or try to jump in the bathtub in the middle of a meeting. Inappropriate and weird, right? So instead, I want to reframe self-care as something that is a little bit more about the connection that we have to ourselves. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you've listened to this podcast before, I am all about how you're thinking. And one of my mentors, Carl Lowenthal, she said it so beautifully. She said that when we actually learn how to manage our minds, when we learn how it, how we actually take care of ourselves by by noticing our thoughts, that that is actually real self care. And Carl says that managing your mind reduces stress, overwhelm, and burnout that requires the self-care activity in the first place. And I think that is so brilliant because so many of us are stuck in this pattern of putting something that is, quote, self-care on the to-do list, and then we don't have time for it, or we don't make time for it, or something happens, and then we feel bad. We feel guilty. Like, well, yeah, of course I'm stressed and overwhelmed because I'm not getting to these activities that are supposed to help me not to feel stressed and burned out and overwhelmed. But the problem is we're just making a longer to-do list for ourselves. The problem is that we are seeking external solutions to an internal, to an internal problem. And so I want to offer to just reframe this idea and invite you to think about self-care a little bit differently. Like what if we thought about self-care as looking at our own thoughts, managing our own minds? I love to think of it as becoming the CEO of my own brain. Because if I know I have 70,000 thoughts every day, but I am completely unaware of what I'm thinking, I'm completely unaware of what's going on in my brain, it kind of makes sense that I'm already going to be tired, stressed, overwhelmed, burned out, all the things. And then I add a self-care activity like yoga, meditation, get a pedicure, get a manicure. And again, those activities in and of themselves are fine, but they don't actually solve our real problems. I went through a phase where I was all about the self-care. And so for me, that looked like taking time on the weekends to get a massage or making sure that every two weeks I had a skincare regimen of you know, face masks and steaming and all of that sort of thing. 
And the truth is, while they were generally enjoyable activities, number one, it's a huge problem because it is not accessible to many people. Self-care in that way, self-care in this pampering kind of perspective, it's just not available to the masses. A lot of people can't take that time. They don't have the resources to be able to afford something like that. The other problem with it is it's temporary. Getting in the bathtub or doing a face mask, it's a temporary solution. It's a Band-Aid. Yeah, for sure. I felt better for a few minutes or even maybe 20 or 30 minutes, but then the water gets cold and I get out and my brain is still with me. As long as my brain is still with me, I'm going to continue to recreate the same problems that cause the need for the self-care in the first place. So why don't we just make it easier on ourselves and start looking at our brains? Because then the beauty of this is when I start recognizing where I have some agency, when I start recognizing the power that I have over the experience I create for myself, now I can go to a yoga class and just enjoy it for being a yoga class. Now I can enjoy a massage or a facial or a night out with my friends or whatever that thing is. Now I can just enjoy it for the sake of enjoyment. It's now it's no longer intended to be like a band-aid to solve a problem. And that's a huge shift. It's like those memes if you've ever seen on um, social media, like here I am going for my daily walk for my stupid mental health. That's how we approach self-care. Like here I am doing this thing that I don't even want to do, but I'm supposed to. And we're just adding so much pressure and so much stress on ourselves to do these outside things that really create a very temporary solution. So how do we do this? How do we look at our minds? And of course, coaching is going to be my number one tip. I absolutely, without a doubt, think that coaching can solve so many of our problems, not because it's changing our circumstances, not because it's changing anything around us, but it allows us a new, perspective, a new perspective in which we can reframe what's happening. So for example, if I am telling myself every day how stressed I am and how I'll never finish my work, it kind of makes sense that I'm going to create stress and overwhelm. Now, that's not to say that the environment in which you work isn't stressful or isn't overwhelming. Of course, there are lots of positions where that is true. I think where we get into trouble is that we start to add additional suffering for ourselves by thinking things should be different, by thinking I should be able to get to all of it, by thinking my to-do list should be completed at the end of the day. And when we add that additional suffering and we think to ourselves, well, I have the solution, it's found in a bubble bath or it's found in a face mask. Now we're oversimplifying something that is a little bit more complex with a 30-minute dip in the water. And it just doesn't work. And then we don't get a chance to go to the yoga class or we don't do the bubble bath. And now we beat ourselves up a second time for not doing the self-care that's required to not feel stressed in this job that is stressful. So how can we just lower the temperature on some of the suffering? And I think the answer to that is to stop judging ourselves. If we could just start noticing our own lived experience and then move into a place where we have a little bit less judgment. So it could sound like I'm about to go into work. I'm like, yeah, there's going to be a lot to do. And that's okay. I'm about to go into work and it is going to be a stressful environment. And that also will be okay. And at the end of the shift, 
I'll be able to take some real self-care for myself by like journaling, by getting coached, by looking at my brain. How did I manage my day? Is there any place where I could add a little bit better of an experience where I can reduce my own suffering? And again, I don't think that is found in a bubble bath or a face mask or a glass of wine. I think it's found in really being honest with ourselves and looking at our own minds. But most of us don't do this. Most of us don't take the time. So instead of thinking of this as something to add to your to-do list, I want to invite you to consider that self-care happens as we go throughout our day. It's not something we need to check off the list, although... If you like that, you certainly could, but it's just noticing like, oh, I'm feeling kind of crabby. I'm feeling kind of resentful. Why? What's going on here? What is going on in my brain? For sure, there's things on the outside that are, that are stressful or that are intense or that need my, intention, need my attention, but also, how am I thinking about it? What's my interpretation? Because if you have been socialized as a woman, my guess is a lot of the time, what you are making it mean is you're not good enough. You're not working fast enough. You're not working hard enough. You're not going to make a difference. And that is where we cause ourselves so much extra and unnecessary suffering. So the next time this happens, the next time you catch yourself in this place of causing yourself additional suffering... Can you give yourself some self-compassion? Can you stop that ruminating and just consider that you are doing the best that you can? Can you move yourself out of the judgment and into a place of acceptance? Like sometimes I do get crabby and that's okay. Anyone who was in this situation might have the same feelings that I have. They might react the same way that I do. It's developing that skill of dropping the judgment, stepping into self-compassion, and talking to ourselves like we would talk to a friend. If a friend came to you and said, I had a super busy day at work, I didn't get anything done, we wouldn't look at them and be like, what is wrong with you? Obviously, you didn't get everything done because you didn't do your face mask last night. That makes no sense. We wouldn't judge our friends. We wouldn't add additional suffering. We would be like, oh, sounds tough but I bet you did the best you could. That sounds difficult, but they are so lucky to have you. We would talk to our friends in such a different way. So my invitation is to start practicing that way of talking to yourself. That is a way to give ourselves actual real self-care. And then if you want to enjoy a bubble bath or a pedicure or a glass of wine or whatever that might look like for you, it's totally fine. It's just not a solution to the stress and the overwhelm and the frustrations and the burnout that so many people are facing on a day-to-day basis. If this is something that is hitting home for you, if this is something that you want to start practicing in your own life, I can help. So all you have to do is reach out to me on the socials and let's book an appointment. I am more than happy to see if we're a good fit and then we can start coming up with that self-care plan that's going to make sense for you, that's going to help you create just a little bit less suffering every day. It will make a much bigger difference than taking a bubble bath. I promise. Thanks for listening today. I am cheering you on. See you next week. Hey, don't forget to like and follow me on Instagram at jen.fry.coaching, where we share more tips, more personal stories, 
and continue our journey to think on purpose. And if you liked today's episode, click those three dots and share it with a friend.